I had free money, I would get myself out of debt. <laughs> yes, I would pay off all my student loans and I'll be done. Welcome to Divorcing Sally Made, the podcast where you can break free from your student loan debt. My name is Crystal Lee, and we're going to talk about how to get out of student loan debt, how to make more money, how to buy a home, fix your credit, and so much more. So let's get into today's episode. I am just, just beyond excited to talk to this amazing woman. I like to call her auntie. <laughs> Miss Love McPherson, relationship expert has been getting my whole life together. Hey, Auntie. Hey, how are you? That's my niece, Poo-Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I am so good. Really excited to talk to you about this because I think even in my own counseling and even when you come on the radio with me, we never really attack finances in the relationship. And we never talk about specifically student loans, which is, you know, the big part of this podcast, how you even tell somebody that you're dating that you may be interested in that you got a whole lot of student loans and then how you deal with that and navigate it when you're in a relationship that's a good question because first of all finances in general are one of the top four reasons for divorce but but specifically student loans are actually affecting romantic relationships uh in our society today something that has just been kind of unprecedented and and guess what it says about one out of 12 people said that they did not date somebody um, because of their loans. Really? Yes. And then one out of eight people said that they felt they got broken up over because of their loans. So when you are talking about loans, that will affect your dating, but also it brings conflict inside of your relationship because inside of the relationship, people said that, 42% of the people who did not discuss it beforehand, they had serious, serious conflict in the relationship. 17% still had conflict even though they had talked about it. So let me tell you something. You have to have courage to discuss this because you're going to pay now or later, but you're going to pay if you don't have full disclosure. That may, That is a major impact on the relationship on, on how both people will see each other. If it's going any place, you should be honest with that person. So when do you, is that like, okay, me and my boo, we gonna get married. So now I need to tell you I'm like severely in debt or that's something you need to say kind of upfront. Like, hey, I know we like each other. Let me just let you know, your girl got a whole lot of student loans. Okay, so here's the thing. The first, uh, depending on how you date, if you are only dating people with the intention of marriage, you're not going to really be getting into relationships that are just, I just date for fun. I'm not interested in a relationship. And you probably won't hook up with guys who are just in it for fun when you know that there's a different purpose for you. Right. So let's just say that you are dating in order to, you, and you're looking forward to getting married. So you're dating guys with like-mindedness. So what happens is you first you start, court, you know, kind of dating a little bit, just seeing each other. The next step is you say, okay, I'm looking for a, a commitment at, at this point. At the point in which they want to be committed to you and you define that this commitment could lead to an engagement and to marriage, that's when uh, you begin to have those discussions. 
and say, I just want you to know, you know, before we go too far down this road and you don't have any way to turn back around, I just want you to see if, if this is going to impact you because this is what I have. Now, I wouldn't just throw that on the table. I would also have a plan of action of what my expectations are. Okay. So I wouldn't just like, hey, I got a bunch of debt. You don't break up with somebody, and this is what you shouldn't do. You shouldn't break up with someone because they have debt. You break up with someone because they are irresponsible okay. with their debt because you'll see that show up in other parts of their life. So what have you seen with people who are already in relationships and maybe they've had the conversation and now they're having trouble navigating the payments, they're having trouble just trying to get ahead of their student loans and still have a healthy relationship because it's hard enough to have a healthy relationship with some money. Right. You know, I, I absolutely see people who come and sit on my couch and they are having problems with student loan debt. Um, the, the people are saying, you know, first of all, um, that and, and this is this is the language you'll hear often that her debt or that his debt. And then sometimes, you know, it's almost kind of a, they're already dealing with financial issues when they start talking about the whole money thing. Right. So one person might be a saver. One person might be a spender. But you'll find that the person who's not taking care of the debt is irresponsible with their spending anyway. So the, the student loan debt is just a symptom of a, a bigger problem. And so the other person is already frustrated. But on top of that, when you start playing with Sally Mae, you start getting into legal problems. You can have your wages garnished. You can have all you, your tax returns. You don't come to you. That affects your spouse. All of that. And so, um, you know, they, they realize this and that 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 can build up resentment and, and a lot of added stress. The couples are all talking about it. and all the surveys that you look at, it is so, so much undue stress on their relationship. So what's the best way to deal with that? Should you just jump out and say, look, we got this student loan debt. We can barely get along. Let's go and get a counselor. Like, how do you deal with taking care of? Because there's a lot of anxiety and stress that comes along with dealing with an extreme amount of debt. So Mm -hmm. people are dealing with like debt on top of debt on top of debt. And then you're dealing with your relationship. Maybe they have student loan debt. Like, how do you successfully navigate it? Because I'm sure you have couples that do have student loan debt, but they are working it out. So this is this is what what how people are working it out. This the statistics actually show that the people are delaying um, buying homes. They are there are more millennials living with their parents because of student loan debt. There are people who are putting off having children because they could not pay for the child care. There are people who, and listen to this, who are literally strategically getting divorces because of student loans. Wow. They, they still live together. They are still, uh, you know, love each other and everything like that, but their student loan payment goes up if you're married and have two incomes. Are you serious? Yes. So, and then when the, the survey talked to other couples, one out of five people said they would get a strategic divorce if it would reduce their student loan payment. Do you recommend that? No. Because <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> no, I wanted to tell you what people do and how they are handling it. They are delaying getting married. They are delaying buying homes. They are delaying having kids. And then some of them are, re- are reducing the amount of kids they have. And some have decided no kids because of student loan debt. This is a problem. This is not just a problem. This is an epidemic because 
it is strongly um, uh, affecting our families and our systems and our romantic life. Back in the day, there was welfare where you, if they found another person in the house, a man in the house, a husband in the house, they would cut off your payment. Right. And so now they, they are making sure you don't get married because you're too saddled and got a noose over your head with debt. And then if you do get married, they make it harder on you. So it, it's becoming a very uh, a sad situation on the families, on the dating life, on the students, on people's hopes for their future. They're not, re- they're not saving for retirement, millennials and things are. And then the people who have parent loans, they are saving less for their future. It affects vacation, the quality of vacation. It affects the dating. It affects the, what the children are able to, to receive. It affects your life. And so my recommendation for this is that um, you have to not compare, not live a life trying to match the Joneses, but you have to strategically plan out your relationship. Okay. You 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 cannot sit there and say, oh, they just went to uh, uh, this beautiful, exotic island. I want to go. Let's just put it on our credit card and deal with it when we get back. No, it's hard, though, Auntie, when you see it on social media and you trying to stunt like them. <laughs> you want the you want the fly pictures, too. Right. You want the fly pictures, but you ain't you can't afford the fly pictures. OK, so you better fly right on down the grand park. <laughs> place like that. and, so, <laughs> and that's the, that is what you have to do. You have to make some compromise. You really, really do. You have to stop and say, this is not where my lifestyle is. And I'm not going to to um, sit here and pretend it is. And it's, it's, it's even better when you are you can cre- have the courage to create a culture that says we're doing this because of Sally Mae. And people are like, oh, my God, somebody's actually talking about it. Do you know that people like 30 some percent of people said they don't even talk about it with their families? So, you know, they're not talking about it with their dates. It's embarrassing. Now, I just so happen to be on the radio so everybody knows my business. So I'm very upfront about, you know, this is the mistake that I made. But for Mm -hmm. some people, for you to actually say out of your mouth without you kind of taking the emotion out of it to say I have a hundred thousand dollars in debt or even fifty thousand or twenty thousand that I have no idea how I'm going to pay. It feels it's just like you, you can't even say it out your mouth because then that'll make it real. Now, let me tell you, the, 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 the funny thing about what you just said, those numbers, those are categorized under small uh, student loan debt. Ooh. The large student loan debts are, are the 150000 the 200000 Those people right there, those are noose, nooses around their neck. And 84% of them are not saving at, uh, at all for retirement. Um, and and then 26% of them are not saving, period. Whew. Yeah, it is definitely choking uh, and adding stress, adding anxiety, adding all kinds of things that are just really, really um, affecting um, relationships. So you have to make a choice. You have to make a decision to say, we are going to, you know, um, rough it for a while until we get this thing under control. Okay. You have to make those decisions. And those are tough decisions. Those are not beautiful decisions. Those are not the things that you necessarily post 
on uh, Instagram. Uh, but but you know what? If you give, if you make it sexy, people will actually begin to say, yeah, we're going to do some minim- minimizing as well. It's people who live as minimalists, and they made it look good, like tiny houses and stuff. Right. You know, there used to be, like, people watching stuff about big houses. Now it's like, oh, look at that little tiny house. I think I could do the little tiny house. Well, I don't think I could. But but there's a lot of people who say I can do the tiny house. So there's things that you can do that you don't know you can do for the effect of peace if that's the route you want to go. Otherwise, what those husbands and wives are complaining about is their spouses are expecting them to work all kind of extra jobs and income levels and things like that and putting all kind of pressures on them that's affecting their relationship because they want them to hurry up and pay off that debt. Right. But I think that what you said that I absolutely loved is it's not just the debt, it's how you're dealing with it. And I think that that may take the pressure off of us dating who are not married to say, you know, I can be honest in that I'm really working towards what I have. Like, I'm not expecting for you to just take on this burden and and figure it out for me. Like, I'm attacking it. Yes, exactly. And that way, a person doesn't feel like, Oh, my God, look what I am inheriting. If you have something under control, then I don't have to fear it. You know, 12% of people said that student loan debt was as troublesome as if if when they were deciding about um, getting um, married to somebody. Uh 75% of them said they saw student loan debt as baggage, okay? And, you know, there's degrees of baggage, so you would be considered somebody. I have to. She with, with baggage. With baggage. But, yeah, with baggage. But but twelve percent of that seventy five said that the baggage was as troublesome as if you had been divorced before, if you had children, Dang. Or, if you, or if you had a nonviolent felony on your record. Now see, that's this is that's not fair. Now don't do us like that. <laughs> Well, that's just, that's what people are saying, you know, and so, but, but let me tell you something. If in fact you have worked everything out, nobody's calling your phone, uh, people are, you know, you are working it out, paying regularly, looking responsible. It's actually a good sign because it shows that you are uh, disciplined. It shows that you have good character. It shows that you are trying, even when it's it's difficult. It it shows that you're not looking for somebody to help you pay it off because 70% of people said that they would be uh, wanting to, they would feel obligated to help pay their their, uh, spouse's student loan debt. So you're not looking for for, uh, a student loan, you know, uh, daddy, sugar daddy. Yeah, sugar daddy. Student loan sugar uh, daddy. Student loan, I should yeah, probably yeah, find me daddy. one of them, though. <laughs> and so you're not looking for that, and that they, they probably would still a lot less, you know, concerned. So you have a program for people to actually do the work. Do you kind of attack, you know, uh, self-love, finances, getting yourself together in your program? Absolutely, because you have to look at yourself. The first thing that you have to do is take a look at yourself and study you. If you're uh, the way that you cope with things is avoidance, it won't just show up in your suit on your student loan. You will avoid all types of things as far as looking at you because it's painful. You'll gravitate immediately to the fun stuff. Right. You will say, let me just delay 
uh, dealing with stuff and, 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 and keep digging yourself into holes. But if you want to go ahead and face it, if you want to be honest with you, that's part of your character. That's part of your self-love. If you're not loving yourself by trying to impress other people, if I'm impressed with what's going on on the inside of me, I don't have to impress you on social media about what I'm doing on the outside, no right. matter what you're doing. So I, so you have to stop and pause and live your authentic self, no matter what that will look like. So how do we and, you know, people from all over join your program, start doing the work, stop being afraid to tell people we got student loans because now you didn't told us we as bad as people with felonies. and divorces. <laughs> I'm feeling some type of way now. So I'm like, let me go sign up. How do, how do we sign up for the workplace? In order to find, uh, sign up for the workplace, you have to only do one thing. You go to my website, www.dothework.today. That's www.dothework.today. It's not dothework.com. It's dothework.today. Today, today. Do the work today. I'm still feeling some type of way that you said we was felons, but I'm excited to go keep doing the work, attacking it, and doing what we got to do. And they can also follow you on Instagram and social media at Love McPherson, right? Everywhere, Love McPherson. I think on Instagram I have a Love underscore McPherson. And uh, Facebook, I'm Love McPherson, or, and all kind of Love McPherson's everywhere. But if you just go to Love McPherson, even for my website, I, that's the, the Do the Work is the latest program I'm offering. It's an online weekly program where you come to, together and you do the work. People sign up, and I'm telling we're, we're changing lives because the first thing you have to do is you got to discover who you are before you go and start telling anybody about your student loan debt before you go and hook up with anybody or anything else, you got to fall in love with you, that self-love, and let that spread out. So do the work that today. But if you're looking for just one-on-one sessions or something like that, you can go to lovemcpherson.com. Thank you so much, Auntie. You gave us, you gave us so much good word today. I'm still feeling some type of way, though. I'm not a felon. <laughs> Only 12% of people think you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and you. I'm not one of the 12%, okay? I'll never be one of the 12%. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All righty, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at divorcing Sally. May and send all of your money and student loan questions to divorcingsallymay at gmail.com.